Welcome back to the Codex West podcast. Jake Tripp. Oh, hey, Daddy. And two extra chromosome guests. Barry Lively, my father. Yeah, the other white Barry. And Kim, Johnny's mother. KP's in the house. Stop, Mom. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is going to be an extra, <laughs> extra special Sorry, episode. Gimmick's over. I can't, yeah, I can't be too sexy. My dad's in the room, so. Okay. Or. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait though. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we got surprise visited by our parents uh, for Mother's Day slash Johnny's belated birthday. So we're doing a special uh, five five person podcast. We have no idea how this one's gonna work. But we try. Yeah, our, our, we've been kind of like on the hit or miss like uh, spectrum. We've been very miss recently. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to do one for my birthday, and it was just like the biggest podcast. It was about disaster. three hours of complete nonsense. It was a <laughs> descent into madness. It was and my I... favorite night. <laughs> <laughs> just know it took us about an hour to get into this room. So what we're going to yeah. do tonight, <laughs> we tried to do it. Yeah. We're going to field questions from uh, our listeners via text and email. Um, so as they come in, we will answer them. But until then, I have no idea what we're going to do. Do you guys want to talk about it? I mean, it's, a you mailbag the- epi- it's an impromptu mailbag episode. Also, there's nothing in the mailbag. Yeah, there's nothing currently in the mailbag. So, Mom, why is there anything about Why don't you make me a better, more popular person, Mom? Go. Ooh, so, oh, here's one. a question. Here's I've got a question for you, Mom. Yes. Back when I was a child, I was doing modeling and acting. And... One time I did an audition and you told me to go hunting instead of going to the second audition. You didn't tell me that I got accepted and I thought I was a failure and I had to sit in a stand in the cold in Georgia while we saw no deer instead of becoming famous. So why? <laughs> so my question is why do you hate me? Okay, first off, I don't recall this at all. <laughs> this is extremely specific. If I may interrupt. <laughs> I think that uh, Don Corleone said this to Michael why? in the movie. This is going to happen frequently, Michael, by the way. I never, I never wanted this for you. I never wanted this life for you. For any listeners that ever wondered why I say. am the way I am, this will answer none of your questions whatsoever. <laughs> Barry right now has a notepad with like bits on it. <laughs> like, so he was like, he was like, I'm gonna do the God, like, my Godfather impersonation <laughs> okay, right well, away. <laughs> Whatever the topic. He wrote was. that down. ADD, Next to a well, phone I number. I have a question for you, Johnny. Do you remember what the audition was for? Because that's going to sum this all up. Um, I think it was for like slip and slide shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I would have been famous. You got the cover of slip and slide. Do you not remember that? <laughs> no, no, no. He got the cover of I got 30, the cover of a ball. Thirty six oh, no. inch. He got the cover of thirty six inch beach ball. We all remember. Stop pretending like but you the don't. The beach ball went with the slip and slide, and I just thought the beach ball did not go beach- with it. It was not slip and slide accoutrement. It was separate. Okay. Johnny's very first picture I feel as a child rage. was being surrounded in a playpen of balls, and we remember that one too, don't we? <laughs> the audience 
audience does not know anything about this. Stop now. So back to your question. So you you know little autist. Now you've met big autist. <laughs> big autist. Autist the greater. Autist. <laughs> Uncle murder. <laughs> big autist coming in. Okay. Uncle murder murder. All right. Anyways. So. The question. You didn't want me to be. So you're saying it's not that like if it was like for Coca-Cola you would have let me go, but you didn't want me to get typecast as the water boy. That is exactly <laughs> is that what you're correct? saying. Do we all remember the movie with the water boy by any chance? And yeah, I, I understand. Last time famous. I checked, Lucas <laughs> leads for balls yeah, in your face. Are. Even Rob Schneider is famous. Rob, Robbie, Rob, Robbie, Rob, Rob. Well, you had the wrong mother. She I know. I was trying to. Like uh, Doris should have been my mother because Doris. Man up Doris, and. It failed because you could clearly be famous right now. You wanted me to man the up. The boy on the slip and slide was going to take you places. You wanted me to man up? <laughs> I'll show you who the real frontiersman is. <laughs> they were pimping you. Hell yeah. I was hot shit on the street. I was turning tricks like, what? It was going to turn he was into that. Nine he just did old. not. Do you understand how many stacks I was making? <laughs> baby stacks? stacks. Baby stacks. Baby stacks. Yeah. That's what, was that like, was his rap name was Baby Stacks. Baby stacks. We all, we all like remember it. that. I like it. Baby Stacks. Uh, the money you made, I pocketed. You know, you remember that. I know. That's yeah. why I'm getting it back now. Awesome. So I, did. I was like, Johnny, you made, they didn't pay you. And then I was just, you know. <laughs> no, just They like, didn't pay you enough. Like, no. I'm like, oh, That's no. where all the BMWs came from. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Baby Stacks money. Baby Stacks. But you clearly want to be known as... The slip and slide. Do you know what I'm saying? Slip and slide. Let's think about that. Let's take. Let's, let's <laughs> are, we, that are, apart. We, are we taking I a deep dive? Out, into I was looking the out for your slide. best interest. Oh, God. Slip and slide. No. You already made the Coca-Cola. cover of Balls Deep. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So <laughs> your dad is performing enough exactly is as expected. <laughs> Come in with like eating nutter butters. Not, eating nutter butters coming in with non sequiturs that he knows Listen, are going to change the game. We're, we're getting like, extremely high level. God tier. Pantry. Yeah, you guys are definitely drinking some creativity juice. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like you know how like porn they used to like read it in the magazines. It was like when they were younger. It was like your dad used. Oh my god! To do that. It was like he used in to the do back, that with memes. You would like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. He's so old school. His memes are like fucking mad magazine. I only read and, like, Playboy for the memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding under his mattress. <laughs> I've got one. I've got one for the parents. Uh, what are some things about uh, parenting that you wish you would have known, like from the start? Like if you could go back and change. contraceptive. I don't know anything about contraceptive. <laughs> that was so the quick. Only correct that answer. was so quick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you wish you would have known about parenting? Roe v. Wade. <laughs> I wish I would have known you cut against the vein, not with the. <laughs> I would like to plead the Kramer versus Kramer on this one. <laughs> why? 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 Why exactly? What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Okay. Oh, but seriously though, uh, you can answer Get the question. Serious. No, that was a serious answer. No, I know for you. I'm talking to my dad. You go on. <laughs> Let me take this one. I guess. Uh, yeah. I'll you don't need to get husky. We're talking about parenting. <laughs> I wish my voice would have been. I was changing those diapers. Mm, wish I knew. 
wish I knew that. (laughs) I don't think there was any handbook that was created for my way of parenting, so I don't look back with any regret saying I didn't read more about being a parent. Um, How about no? Not like about reading. Like what? No, I felt I felt learning to be a parent of divorce was more important than being anything I did prior to that meant nothing. Everything Hmm. leading to the next part of my life with you was to not to deal with the situation (coughs) without any level of anxiety to go with the flow. And so what I didn't do, I think I did well. Here's I got some because you both are divorced, not from each other. They're Not siblings. from each other, <laughs> but you both are divorced, but then um, you didn't get married and she got remarried and, huh? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> this is recording. Oh, yeah. well, that night, indeed. <laughs> yeah, we'll have good to edit question. that out. They can use that in court. They, they'll use that in court. Yeah. But I know where it's going. <laughs> they'll use that in litigation. Yes. But. All right, uh, you can't see this on the podcast, but I'm looking eye to eye to Jake and just ask you what I just said because there was not a stenographer here, and <clears throat> was was I right in what I said? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's, well, it's I mean, your feelings. Right what I, said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think you could be wrong. <laughs> it was. It, it wasn't a feeling. It was just. Uh, well, you know, I mean, what, you you ended but, up raising an autistic Jew, so I don't know how great um, I did, but. <laughs> But here's my I question. I wish I would have known more about being agnostic. Here's my question. What, how much of like the decision to get married or not get married was like related to having a kid already? Ooh, 100% because Jacob's mother and I, that's what we talked about. We were, well, I said in my life, before I turn 30, I want to be married. I want to have a house. Then I want to have a child, and then I want to have a dog with short hair that can't run faster than me. Oh, so the all American of that, dream. The American dream American happened dream. at 27. So what didn't happen is understanding and knowing how to roll with the punches after five years and what could possibly happen. And so going back to your question again. What, like, your decision not to get married again, how much did that have to do with parenting, or how much was that just, like, you know, just how things turned out. It was a natural progression to talk about being a family. And, and I think that made that, that instigated, instigated, propagated. It pushed forward. It pushed forward the ease in which (laughs) I fell more in love with Jake's mother Uh because we wanted those things and it made it easier when you had that kind of plan of action to move forward. So he's talking about, Post divorce, I'm talking about after the divorce. Like you yeah. didn't get remarried, so okay. what, yeah. how much of that right. had to do with like, because um, you develop a rhythm, right? Like with your kid, and like if you, at first you have the kid with someone that you're married to, and so the rhythm is developed together, and then you get divorced, and then you're creating a new rhythm that's just with you and your kid, and then to like make the decision to bring somebody into that rhythm to disrupt it a third time. That's to be pretty significant. I can imagine that, like, that could be a reason why you don't 
seek that or you don't like the your openness to it is a lot different at like 35 after being divorced than it is at 27 coming into a marriage i think what it was is i was still very romantic i did like to date but i wasn't in a hurry to get divorced so i wasn't in a hurry to get into another relationship so it was easy for me to just say oh great well because i feel that way i can centralize my focus on doing being successful at work being successful as a father, but I didn't look at it like that. It's like, I already know the flow of how my work is. This is a new flow with Jake. So it was a matter of, okay, there's nothing pinning me down or pushing me to say, oh, you have to be remarried. The contingent on the divorce was that Jake's mother was with the right guy so that Jake didn't have to be dragged through other relationships. And to, mm. to his mother's credit, this year is 20 years since we've been divorced. They've been married 19 years and have two children because my main concern for Jake was that he was going to be a big brother to a girl or boy or girls or boys um, because chimpanzees were out of the question. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> we can allow a laugh. <laughs> Please laugh. Oh, we'll laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, is this a, we can do a laugh track for this episode. Non sequitur. Yeah, non sequitur. There's a non sequitur check. Um, okay. So. I therefore was not in a hurry to get remarried. And now it has been 20 years since I've been in like super serious relationship. But the relationship with Jacob was, I already felt that it was building uh -huh. as I was going into becoming a single parent or a divorced Here's father. A, I have another so. question for you. So you, um, when did you move to St. Pete relative to when Jacob wasn't like in your like well, custody or something? 17, right? Or 16? Well, Jake was about to graduate from high school. Yeah. And forever. I really never, I mean, b because I read books backwards and I just do everything backwards, I just didn't think, like, wow, Jake's graduating from high school. He's going to go to school. He knows what he wants already. He's already been his own man. He's always been his own man. Um, he's been a little Chuckles man. And then he's, he's been... the first alpha Chuckles autistic <laughs> atheist. <laughs> one of a spade as we what racists say <laughs> when he intentionally let go almost going into a sleep of his own binky and on his own recognizance let the binky go his binky. without a fight without binky a fight. without a bite that's when i knew he was his own man and he let that binky be let the binky well, how be. How old was he when he let the binky be? Two and a half. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to ten. gauge that off when Johnny yeah. let the binky uh, be. Binky, I still have binky. Johnny and we're going yeah. nowhere. Okay. <laughs> so here's how we wrap it. We're going to wrap this one up. Okay. I, well, this because is interesting because it seems like ending. you became a completely different person when you went to St. Peter. Or not a different, but it was like your stage cool. of flourishment. Yeah. Like at that happened. point, it was like when you get moved. out of the suburbs, Barry. Is get to the city. Is it a coincidence, or is it a is it a coincidence, or is it a consequence of Jacob leaving your custody? Well, and because that's like related to parenting, like people right. get empty nests, but like you have this unique situation can of we, can not we change. First off, real quick, can and Barry's good at this. Can we get rid of the empty nest? The empty nest. You don't like term? that no. term? Just like I didn't like man cave. I said, I called Barry, like, can we lose man cave? <laughs> yeah, I don't think these are related. Like, no, no, it's just I guess everybody are, uses but... it. It's like empty nesters. Empty. Why don't like, you like that? Well, I think. It's like a way to, like, what, no, but, what, is, what, but we can get more creative and we can, we can. Because my entire house during the time I was 
all my own. The entire house is a man cave. So it's kind of ridiculous because it was always I made any room cave. in that yeah, house what I wanted. That man cave was amazing. Jake what had did, his own What did we change the name yeah. to, Barry? Do you remember? Man no, man I cave. called you one day. I said, can we switch up man cave? You, call, you we're, called? No, we called no, like, called because, <laughs> specifically for this. This has been weighing on me, brother. We must eliminate this phrase. We're working on a plan for somebody. Little autos chambers. Somebody said, I want to do a man cave. Can you help me like sort of design it? And I said, first off, we got to lose man cave. I, 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 we're not doing that. I thing. don't. Yeah. So I called Barry. I said, Barry, give me a name besides Man Cave. And like in two seconds, he came out. <laughs> but he doesn't seconds. remember. And in no, two seconds, it was gone. I've been thinking about this for years. <laughs> <It came laughs> out. But that's the thing with Barry. He doesn't think about anything. It's a right off the cuff, quick. And it, and then there was a name, but I can't remember what it is now. But I, it was called Moving to St. Petersburg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, because that's that is all right. Man. So I so I moved to St. Petersburg simply for the for this reason. I came to the realization just I don't say I, it, everything happened perfectly. Everything happened better than I could have expected. But when Jake graduated, I knew, look, I'm dying a slow death here in Wesley Chapel. I don't, I'm not going to start another family. My inspiration but is you, to be But you near. were staying in the slow, like the, the, why wasn't it a slow death when you had Jacob in Wesley Chapel? Because I had Jacob in Wesley Chapel. It was enough. Like. It, it was, it was, it, it was existence there. Uh-huh. It, it was more than half of my existence there. At least. Do you think you would have been happier, like, or, like, do you think there was a possible, like, had you had the life you have now, but you got to do it while, like, you had a, while raising a child? I could have gotten remarried and had, and, and hopefully had children so that Jake could be a big brother. I mean, the, those were the things that were pressing on my mind more than anything else. Like, you know, the letting go of the fact that it's like, okay, being a family man is something, I don't have to do it again. I think. I think I, for the short time that I was a family man, uh-huh. I felt that it, within those early years, you know, with Jake, those yeah. were, those were phenomenal. I mean, I just, I, because Here's, everybody was, everybody was involved yeah. and it seemed like everybody played a part and nothing was left to chance. I don't think anybody saw it. Jake was a happy boy uh-huh. and um, there was, I mean, from day one. So, but it's, in, I guess what, <clears throat> I guess what I'm trying to draw is like my mom, Mom just moved to downtown Tampa after my sister Jada went to college. You just described Wesley Chapel, the place that you were raising Jacob, as dying a slow death. There's a seeming, like, I see this even with Kaiser, even though I don't even know what the eventual future is. There's this feeling of, like, when you're, like, taking care of something that there's, like, a waiting. You're waiting. It's not even, like, it's, like, the patience that's being asked of you is not just, like, the short term where, like, you know, someone's acting up and you're like, Ugh, you got to have, like, patience with this, like, growing person because you need to teach them responsible things. But there's also this, like, existential waiting, I feel like, where, like, you, you're you willing to put yourself aside to raise this child. It may be because it's enough, but it's, like, not enough to, like, not have that waiting mechanism. Have, I, I, yeah, do you so know what I mean? It's, it's, so I'm just trying so to like to me, talk more so, about that. Yeah, no. So what it is is when you are a parent, you realize what the best environment for your child for your child is. Uh-huh. And I I don't think you feel like you're in prison at that point. You are doing your It's not your even surra- prison. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean the way Barry was like I need to get out of prison, Wesley Chapel. <laughs> Did no, you not I say was, that? I, I was dying was in prison. I was dying in solitary confinement okay. in a prison cuz I was doing hard time in Wesley Chapel. <laughs> That's not what I The other part of dying a slow death it wasn't where I was living or 
living and what I was living for, uh-huh. it was that my work was very unfulfilling. And it was what people connected me to was, you know, Barry is the credit card guy. You know, it was like for 20 years. I know, years. that's how I felt. But you know what it, but it that was wasn't like? Who, I always thought that you were just like... <clears throat> cooler like there was like something cooler for you to do and the credit card thing was like this thing's a sham and like blah. like i would come over we talk about music and you'd be like listen to radiohead and i'm like i don't like radiohead and you're like listen to radiohead and i'm like i fucking love <laughs> like you're this guy who like you you had like a sense of things well, that you that wasn't being demonstrated artist. like in a okay. yeah like yeah you, like very much had that artist and when you found photography, that was, like, a great thing. And I think that yeah. also happened around the time that Jacob was, like, about to leave. Well, right? a couple of years after. Truth I be think. told, mm-hmm. photography found me when I was 18. And I was being, uh, I was leaving, I was in the restaurant world. I was the head baker at this restaurant. And I was like, okay, this is the last, this is where I want to leave the restaurant world. Enjoying and having time to myself with no pressure and, it was great, and I and brother John, Uncle John, <laughs> his, his Uncle actual John, brother, brother, not like brother John. brother John told me in the chapel, praise be. Well, John, brother John, brother John, let me tell you, we going to church right now. Brother John, he got a Canon AE one. He handed me that Canon AE one, or did I steal it from him? I don't know, but I, I was know, handed that. Put a dollar that. in the bank. Mm. Two dollars in the tip jar for you. Oink. Two dollars. I'll oink for three dollars. Oh, this is nineteen thirty-eight. This is nineteen thirty-eight. You're not allowed in the White Chapel. <laughs> you can Brother John, get out of here. You ain't, you. you ain't know what the blues was yet. So, so what, what is this historical reenactment? Oh my God! Move on. Um, oh boy. Oh boy. Um, Brother John coming to you in theaters. <laughs> Bessie King Quentin sings. Quentin Tarantino. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> this segment sponsored by Podka. Podka Vodka. When you need to get your vodka on. And there's also Beehive Gin. Beehive Gin because when you no. do a podcast, you do not want to behive yourself. You I don't consent. Gin. Okay. So I do not consent. I'm a sovereign citizen. I will not consent. All right, so go, go on to St. Pete. I'm gonna answer I'm gonna finalize your the, yeah, the answer your Finalize. Moving to St. Pete finalize. is yes, it's what brought things to life because I was living in the city, I was closer to people, and I wanted to be a bigger part of, of I loved the fact that community is really what brings everybody together. And if you can't build it out where you live, which I couldn't do in Wesley Chapel anymore. I tried it when I was married. We had a little community, and it was my life in the suburbs for the first time. And um, I got to know all the neighbors, and, and um, it, was, it was great. And it was like, okay. But I didn't have that anymore. So going to St. Pete basically put me in front of thousands of people all at once, and I didn't know one person when I moved there except for the Gurch. Another story, another time. Um, not even a podcast. Podcast uh, <clears throat> So cool. <laughs> so, so going to St. Pete, I knew one person in Wesley Chapel. I knew a bunch of people, but I wasn't interacting with them. So the one person I did know, I interacted with, and it propelled me to just go out into the community and propel myself into a world of propellers. Right, but do do you not think that you could have done that when you had a kid? Like I didn't okay, think I that guess way. I get I get like I get. I have a feeling that like parents use their children to blame them for the things for their the dreams that they're not able to accomplish even if they could accomplish it at that moment. What parent do you know that does that? Huh? 
Seriously? You don't think that's like people do that? That's like okay, I think it's neutral that like parenting involves like waiting. Right? There's a waiting aspect because you're like you're growing something. So it's like if you with a plant, you would have to wait for it to you know what I mean? Like well, it's just very like, that's similar to the relationship goes. with Jacob's mother as I have with Jake, and that is our time together is what it is. It, our time together isn't me trying to tell you what kind of life you should leave or what you live or what kind of dreams you should have or what school you you should go to. You have um, a mother who is accomplished in her going to school, getting her degree and and becoming a teacher and being successful, reaching tenure and almost retirement at this point. You're talking about somebody who is dedicated and stuck to something. So my rationale with Jake wasn't like, oh, well, you know, you need to start doing bright futures or whatever. I mean, it is a pseudo regret that I, I was not more an active role in that, but the way things played out, I think worked pretty well because, um, I'm looking Jake to took ask. it upon himself yeah. reading. So I mean, my I time, my time with Jake, my time yeah. with Jake was, it was my time with Jake. It was more important than anything else to have a touch every day you know, if I had him on the if I had him on the weekend, because we had it was it was Monday, Wednesday, every other weekend. It was like right. 50 50. And his mom and I just made our lives so much easier by just knowing this will this life will be better if we do this. So that's why it was always stress free. And it was like, OK, living in Wesley Chapel is not living in St. Pete. I did try three places. I lived in Bahama Breeze. I lived in South Tampa. I lived off the Bay Shore. And I tried three different pretty cool places. I lived behind the movie theater in Hyde Park. And um, so, but it was just this, you know, when getting home that? and picking that, Jake up that... and driving him all the way south. You again. did all of that with Jake? Yeah. Yeah, Jake was, oh, okay. I mean, this was like, we got divorced and, um, you know, Jake was four. So it started when Jake was four. And it was like, okay, well, I didn't. I lived in Wesley Chapel for a number of years, so why should it be uncomfortable for me to come back and spend that time there? So, instead of oh, let's you know, let, I was living at Bahama so Breeze. I was at, off the you, Causeway. You lived and, at Wesley Chapel at a certain point. Then you yeah. tried to go into that area. It was too difficult, um, just logistically. And then you came back to Wesley Chapel. It was fun, selfish, and single, but I wasn't in that mode. So I moved I'm back. Just, I, that's the timeline, though, right? That's a timeline of a very short time. That's like. Yeah. You know, probably three years. Can you years. add clarity to this? To the uh, timeline? Do you know? Like, was this a couple a years? I don't or, remember most Do of you it. have any, like, like memories of this? Uh, Vaguely. I remember the Hyde Park house. The, the Wonder Bread house, right? <clears throat> By the bread place. That Well, the Hyde Park was the apartment that had the pool, and it was like... It, it was like Melrose Place. Where was the Wonder Bread House? The Wonder Bread House was by yeah, yeah, yeah. the Wonder Bread House was um, in Hyde Park. Okay, okay, okay. And it was right where the Cine Bistro is now. Okay. And so the Wonder Bread Bakery was there. So you'd open up the windows, and in the morning you would just <laughs> smell. Oh, yeah, you'd never smell it. The it Wonder Bread. Dope smells, <laughs> and then you'd see the Wonder Bread <laughs> truck. And Austin I think the problem there was I would wait to have Wonder Bread at that point. It's like a, is that like a taco truck but with Wonder Bread? No, no, no. It was like a semi <laughs> that had the Wonder you'd Bread. Smell, yeah, you would smell the bread, and then you would smell the diesel. And then you would wake up going, why don't I have a yeast infection? <laughs> what? Uh, wait, be- wait, because the wait, because wait. the diesel killed the yeast infection, and that's why I woke up every morning with a clear conscience. Damn, you so. need to tell some uh, gynecologists the remedy. That's awesome. The remedy, remedy. Diesel, remedy. diesel on your genitals. 
and Diesel it will on the remedy. <laughs> okay, so here's another question. Um, so you, it's your decision to bring someone into this world, right? But at some point, like... It's not always a decision. Decision or not, it's a consequence of your actions that exactly. you bring a, like a sentience into this world. Mm-hmm. You decided to be a parent as mm-hmm. opposed to just orphan the child or aborted or whatever. When you um, take on that responsibility, that means that you're basically involved in, like, you were the reason why this person has a conscience, so every impingement of suffering, every time they, like, get hurt at the playground at an early age, it's like, in a way, do you ever feel like it's your, like, do you ever feel connected to their suffering because it was your choice to have, like... From, and from, yes. and and connected to that, at some point you have to grow a person like an adult, mm-hmm. right? And at some point you have to make decisions where it's like, okay, I know that it was my choice, for lack of a better term, to bring you into this world, but like I have to give that up in some way. Okay. Does that like so, when does that happen, and why you, does that happen? First off, I I, I don't feel like um, well, we had a conversation in the car today about the umbilical cord. Yeah. Okay, and we talked yeah. about that today. Like um, uh, a, a tattoo you that need to I want to have. Yeah. I don't need to explain it or I should explain it. You should explain it, yeah. Okay, so we had a conversation driving today in this beautiful area in these mountains and gorgeous area. And I was telling Johnny that I want to uh, I want to have it. I want to, I want to put a tattoo um, around what is a technical belly button, navel, whatever. The navel. Um, the nobility. Uh, and, and to <laughs> the like, nobility uh, scene. With my two, with, <laughs> somehow with both of my kids' names, because like this is a great question, because when you're a mom and you give birth to a kid, that umbilical cord um, is what connects you, what brings them to life, and then when you deliver that child, they cut it, right? So now they're separate from you. Now they're living and breathing, and all the food is not coming from you anymore. It is technically you have to feed them. <laughs> in a different way, though. Yeah, I mean, it's but in a different way, where you, yeah. So when you cut that, um, I always feel that it's it's never really cut because you're always connected to your children. Can always. You, what would it be like if like if, someone like took your child? Right I've had away. nightmares. Oh, like at the like right, at the like, hospital, like people that actually decide to have the kid and then give it up for adoption, or is the that other sort way. Of what you're saying? Imagine the other way, maybe, or like imagine like, okay, this is really. I was thinking about like we were talking about cows today. How like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, lactate yeah. to make milk, and then they mm-hmm. make a child, and the child's taken away from them. I'm oh curious about like God. if you were in some sort of like theoretical like authoritarian government where like if you had like a male child, they took it away as opposed to a female child. Well, or as something. a parent, what would that you feel think like about. Your child being taken from you all the time. You think about that. It's a paranoia that you have as a parent. Uh-huh. Whether the government would take it, they were kidnapped, they were sick, whatever. It's always in the back of your mind that you're going to lose this child, and so, so you're very. That's why you we feel have really this connected shield. to that feeling. Some people don't, you, though, right? Because I feel like, it. I felt it. I've never been a paranoid person. I've never been well. And. Because until you have a child, you're you've never been responsible for the life of another like an person. existential responsibility, like something that's so exi- much larger exactly. than like you can't any describe other kind it. Of- it's not a burden. 
because I think to you, uh, I think some of the questions that you're asking, I feel like you think it was a burden. It's never a burden. No, but it's it's not you, a well. I mean, ev- where you it, live, it what on, you do yeah. is what is right in that moment for that child because you live for that child. Whether you planned the child or you didn't, you have it, and it's you can't even explain the feeling and the love that you have for this human being. And so, what um, do you what do you think about like people who like? disown their children for whatever like imagine a reason that is like mm. I ethical feel, yeah. not like an ethic like imagine if your kid was gay and you disowned your child like what like what kind of belief would it take you do you think deep down that you would like disown that res- that existential responsibility that we're talking about because that seems to me always like what's the craziest part like or like what if your child was a murderer or something what yeah. Would it, what would it take? Like, what's is the threshold? Murder, for is like... murder where it's at? Because I don't know if it would be for me, honestly. It's really hard to. Um, what you do as a parent is you, you know, you put these. Uh, and I think it, it's handed down. Your parents, how they raised you, the morals, the, uh, what you instill in but your you child. You always had different morals than, like, oh, your. And so. You do, but there's this. I have a question that's tangentially related to this after we're done. Just yeah. okay. continue. What's this that? is good. Oh, no, go ahead. Huh. What? No, no. He, keep, <laughs> I said I have a question that's tangentially add? related what to is this. It? When you, just yeah. add, put it in the conversation. I mean, yeah. What, do yeah, you, absolutely. When you have a child, do you have any, like, um, any like preconceived notions about what the child is going to be like? Are absolutely. you, like, are you hurt when the child isn't like you in the ways that you want it to be? Or. So you're talking about afterward. You're not talking about in the womb. I don't even think that's tangential. Womb. I think that's right. You in ta- the you're not talking group. about in the yeah. womb. You're talking about like when you have uh, post, a kid. Post. Well, uh, I mean, just in general, when you think about having a kid, or when you have a kid, like uh, so, like when, you knew you had a daughter and you, you cried. So obviously, well, it's some yeah, no, 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 like, so, I'd really like to take this question because I did something because you gave birth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about what canal you were born in. My my love came out of. This is about a. A belief system. So, <clears throat> what I felt no. when Jacob was mouth the mic, mouth the mic, when Jacob was conceived, uh, <laughs> it was it was incredible to know because it was something that was definitely planned for. Was it in a manger? It was <laughs> a man. Well, when he, he was born, Jesus. honey, was I'm really far from immaculate. <laughs> when he was born, let me just say, for, for it a was... manger, the new name for man cave. <laughs> the manger. Yeah, the manger. Oh, the manger. No. The manger. Mandura. <laughs> My brotivity. My brotivity. So, yeah, when Jacob's mom and I got together in our, our man and woman <laughs> Jerusalem cave. Jerusalem was Nope, we're going to skip yeah, that we're part. We're going to skip that <laughs> one. Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. Chapter one that'll, be a, that'll be in Codex West at night. Plus Jesus edition. is listening. <laughs> Codex, that's in the premium edition. Codex, so but back to the question. If you, so the question is that. So so I didn't want to know the sex of Jacob. So (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like like as I would. I still don't know. I still I I refuse. I won't let him tell me. This this is what I'm saying is because there was there was a decision that was made. There was a decision that was made. This is going back to what Jacob just said. Is you know what if your child was born with a defect or what if your child you know was or even just know, like personality basically you know, like wait, wait, wait. reincarnated as you know whatever whatever Can your I child was what? what about reincarnation <laughs> <laughs> whatever I don't think that's what I want, you, I want you to say or death I just want to say Hitler not knowing the sex not going through an entire pregnancy without knowing <laughs> the sex of your child is a completely different thing because the only uh, thing you're concerned of at that point is certainly 
the health of the baby? Right. Are the four chambers there? Are they beating? Um, but you know, don't all you of those know, things that you see. Like it but I don't want to know. More, know that I mean more like were, what... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, just I'm to sorry. poke a hole at that. If you're interested in the health of the baby, wouldn't it be like important to know what the sex of yeah, the no, because no if you're important about the health of the baby so you important. you better be concerned about your health and the person you're having the child with yes. first before you do that because then you won't be left questioning so you have i'm just a, saying not knowing the sex of a baby seems like a, like a white person thing no it's not it's the last thing <laughs> white people do johnny johnny have you ever heard there's a thing called gender reveal parties which are the the stupidest things i've ever heard they were designed for facebook for people to go oh it's going to be a boy there is such a rare contingent of people who will not go through the motions of not knowing the sex but of the baby. If you don't want what? to, but if you're you cared about the health of the baby, don't. I it, mean, it's like very important that you would know what the sex of the baby. Okay. No, not at all, not at all, because all that leads to is, oh, what's Susie gonna bring for the baby shower? Is she gonna bring something pink or blue? I'm not saying anyone. Else. I'm Fuck saying that. you. That's I'm bullshit. saying you, you with the As doctor. Like, okay, the, no, that's white second. people. Oh I was not white. I was Barry Derailed. White. I'm the other white Barry. So <laughs> righteous. Why did you put me with him? No, the so uh, I'm sorry. The I, actual, I, I the actual like, question that I asked was a question. And, <laughs> in what way? In what way is like having when you, when your child is grown and you have an understanding of what their personality is like? What are you are you in some way disappointed or like what what are the feelings that you have about like um it, the ways in which the child is or is not like because you? Because a, ch- a child like as a I haven't been a parent yet, but as a child, I'm constantly thinking about that. Like, what do my parents want me okay. to be like? Yeah. Or like, like how do I want to be different? Like, Johnny, I have to revisit the importance of a parent not knowing the sex of the child. <laughs> that is not what we're talking because about. Because <laughs> you don't understand the importance of, of GMOs, cause autism. The answer to Jacob's question is this. Because I went nine months knowing something I could have found out within two months of the pregnancy, your now I just use Jacob as an example. What Jacob chooses to be, or what I I choose to be, Jake has no decision on what I do, and he depends as a child on me. I've always known Jake to be his own man, or he could have been a woman, or he could have been whatever Jake wants to be. <laughs> the ease in which it is for me to accept Jake and go, okay, yeah, I'm a little disappointed with something as a result of a choice you made to be who you wanted to be at that moment. But overall, I wasn't here. I, I wasn't brought here to design your life. That is an excellent answer. That's a good that's answer. Exa- but that's exactly what I was asking. But here, okay. I will, yeah. here's my counter is that like, I guess what you're saying is like, I don't like, I don't care. Like my expectations for this child are just so specifically on its well-being. I don't even care about the personal characteristics of the, you know, it could be, but I think whatever, but the the reason I asked that question is primarily because I think that there are some parents that are like, they have a very specific idea of what they want. Okay. Yeah. This is what I want. I want to make that conversation again in the car today. What I, I guess what I'm saying is that I don't believe that like people can be that just like, I think that's a confusion of what's happening in our preference selection when we just mm-hmm. think about like, oh, like a kid can be like a boy or a girl. It doesn't matter to me, so I don't need to know the information. To me, it's like you have you're if you're a person who has to make differentiations like throughout life, like on a day to day basis, mm-hmm. rapidly, like of course you have expectations. They don't have to be bad or good, but they're specific expectations um that you're always going to have. And so I mean, like, we can't stop the flow of information. So, like, 
trying to artificially by like not knowing the kid because you want to make it like a testament to how much you just care about the well-being of the kid is sort of like I I think it's I think it's like the idea is noble but at the same time I don't just I just don't think that's how like our psychology works you know like we always are going to have specific expectations because if you don't have expectations you can't make the differentiations right like if you need to like have an expectation that like black is always going to be black and white is always going to be white and so we're constantly working through our expectations so to like deny the idea that it matters is like i think that's like general case very true but i have to say i think like what my dad said he's probably one of the few people that i genuinely believe that what he said is true i don't i don't think it's not true i think he believes that i'm saying that like you're saying you have beliefs that don't like like I an, have unco- like that, an yeah. unconscious bias. Well, that would take I, yeah, back like to I have a behavior. belief that we always communicate sexual knowledge or something. Sure, and like yeah. I actually don't think it's true, but I believe it in this weird way. You know, like it, it, it still sure, is like yeah. how like to me it's like it makes it, it like influences me. your decision making. Yeah, even though way. I know it's wrong, it influences. But in the it same in way, way that like right, yeah. So I'm he's not, like a completely outcome that's why I, independent that's why I, decision maker. That's why I like put parentheticals over being like I think it's noble and good. It's not me being like oh you're stupid or evil. I think yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I think you know you're doing this. Yeah, I think you know you, that you would have different expectations if it was a boy or a girl, and you're so making you're, to you're making like a, like almost a phenomenological like like you know plea to be like oh it doesn't actually matter but you do have those expectations and what he's asking is like what would i have if if i had a boy how would i raise my boy if i had a girl how would i raise her you think it's not going to be any different if i have a boy or a girl yeah i'm going to be prepared either way in the best way i can i know the best way you can will be different if it's boy or girl but if if i knew it was going to be a girl nine months in advance or Mm -hmm. however you can however quickly you can get determined the sex of the baby yeah you don't think that you is learn more, any new information about no. how you could have better expectations? You're, more all you're going to get expectations? is you're going to get other people's expectations of how you should raise this girl. So it's that. nine months. It's mm. nine. It's eight or nine months not having to hear from other people before the baby is born how you should raise it and say, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, it's going to be. You should get a. You should get pink because girls like pink." It's like I think I, I don't want to know that. So I don't want to know those trivial things. It's, it's not even just about like, oh, I care about the well-being of this child so much. I don't care about the gender. It's like I care about the well-being of this child, so I don't need people telling me. Yeah. I have what my do, vision of what my boy will look like or what my what girl will do. What kind of situation do. were you in that that's like that vision. mattered so much? That seems like it's my mom here is disagreeing. To me, it seems like that's like a very unusual response, one that's like specific. Like you had a unique. Well, if you I think that if you're right? like, uh, if you maybe have it's a religious thing. Speci- I don't know. No, no. Is. Specifically for me is why. In, Who is going to tell you the shit that you didn't want to hear? Is what why why does it matter to me? about something I have no control of. If I find out in two months that Zayna is having a girl or a boy, yeah. okay, well, we did, we chose to disclose that information. Once you disclose that information, it kind of changes your perspective. So what, I think when what you don't have to disclose is, anything. You don't have to disclose it, but you can yeah, well, you there's a There's you a big difference. Once, once in the same way that the, you're talking about the perceptual biases of like expectation, I think what he's saying is that like, you're influenced by information that you receive from other people, regardless of whether or not you want to be. Right, but I'll, I'll can take you, you to the moment of birth. If that's can, your if that's your problem, can't you imagine a situation where you find out the information from the doctor, but you don't tell people if it's a boy or a girl? 
Like if that's really like consciously what that's you're for other people. About, that's for then other you people. Actually, wouldn't disclose that to. It other depends people. on how. That's, if yeah. you're being like, oh, yeah, I'm. If you genuinely don't want to know, I think it's because you have a confidence in your ability to, or your, your ability to react, like to well, adapt quickly. I'm gonna say one enough thing. to the situation of parenting <laughs> to be not, able to raise a child successfully regardless of the gender. Does that make right. sense? No, that ma- it makes perfect sense, and that's why I'm not like I'm. I'm I guess what I'm saying is it that, could, like... I mean, that could be, like, arrogant, but, like, I think I it think is that's... a little bit. I think what it is, like, everyone learns something about their expectations and how to come to terms with things in a way that makes it better for people if they have time to sit on it because thought processing takes time. It literally takes time. It's not... That's not theoretical. That's, like, just how physics work. And so, like, if you're caring about, like, having, like, a great expectation for your child, like, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not trying to, like lambast you for this i'm just saying like as like an like to me it doesn't make sense not to know the sex of the child because it gives me more time to figure out um what my problems are when i think about having a boy or having a girl like when i think about having a boy it's like i get there's some negative imagery there and i, I would like time to work through that if like i know i'm gonna have a boy and if i'm gonna like, have a girl i know i have some delusions about what that would be like that like if i spent time sitting in it i would know and so i don't to me it seems like the more time you have to process information, the more time you have to make better decisions. Well, the decision to do that was based on avoiding everything you just said. Why do I want, why do I want to not just in the joy of having a moment to myself and going, and, and, and this happened and I, and I will share this. When I found out that Zaina was pregnant, it was on a night that Several the, the, that week, a couple of days after we found out, just two days after, there was a concert that we all went to, and we all had you all ate spaghetti. I we guess. ate yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, we ate spaghetti. And 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 someone's someone's um, expecting mother did not have any spaghetti, but she enjoyed the show and it was phenomenal. And it was a moment in when I got home when I still had four hours left of spaghetti. Because everybody <laughs> left, I had I had like so much spaghetti to eat that I started <laughs> I started writing things down, which which were my initial ponderings of exactly what you're saying, Johnny. You know, I have this I have this responsibility ahead of me, and my I always say my my little my moment there was laying over Jake's mom's stomach and contemplating the universe because we had just found out we were there was a seed there was a seed and uh-huh. it, and and it, and it and it could be sown it was it was, it was a real deal it was a first shot on goal <laughs> deep and it counted okay <laughs> sure counted so so fast forward Damn 9 months fast forward 9 months <laughs> yeah. and and Still Jake the spaghetti. <laughs> Jake comes out of the birth canal okay when we're in the hospital Little Pink House covered is, in marinara. Little Little Pink Houses comes on the on the radio. Jake's mom is having a, a C section. Uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. Little Pink House is for you and me. So I'm thinking, there's a radio in here while there's while Jacob's mother is hooked up in machine. You know she's life or death. I'm watching over her. Jake's being born, and I hear him. I hear it cry from within side of her. Okay, I'm thinking at that very moment. I just did something in making the conscious decision of not knowing what the sex was to not know what that sound was. He was crying inside of her. And I don't think anybody ever gets a chance to hear that sound unless you're in the operating room and your mother, you're the, the mother of your child is having a C-section. So the next thing that comes on the radio, George Thurgood bad to the bone. 
and they all look up at the ceiling. They look at me like I'm a DJ god. And I'm like, I'm holding a spit cup under his mom's, so she doesn't, if she throws up. And I'm like getting dizzy because I didn't have anything to eat. And they're looking at me going, it's a boy. But he's coming out. And they still didn't say that, though. They looked at me going, like, you guess, guess what this might be. Then they pull Jacob out. And the song, Bad to the Bone, is playing. And I'm like, you guys playing this, not me. I didn't want to know the site. But when Jake came out, it was like the first thing out of my mouth was, Still don't know. it's alive. Not she's alive, not he's alive. All I cared about was that, yes, the baby was alive. Would I have been really disappointed if the baby was dead? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the baby was alive, so it didn't matter if it was a girl Hell or boy. Yes. It was alive. Wow. And, and actually, <laughs> it was a lively. It goes back to what, Johnny, it goes back to what you're saying. All, having, having all that infinite yeah. knowledge ahead of time for nine months to plan, which would probably take you three days of reading to figure out how to be, how you want to raise your boy, whatever. You know, it's like what you're all you're going to do is study up on how everybody else has raised their boy to become Ernest Hemingway or, but isn't or that more Jack Kerouac like why, or whoever. Why is that like you could just also not read those and know it's a boy? It didn't matter. It didn't matter. That's all. And it matter. It matters more to other people. And it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Mm -hmm, it does. What are you saying? Well, what do you want to say? Point, counterpoint. Let's go. No, no, yeah, Hardball. Let's do it. Here. Yeah. Dad you counter have a mom. woman that actually carries a baby and has a baby and is the most responsible person for that baby. Like the for mouth. that baby. There you go. Then you, you have good. the man. So the man is clearly looking at it in a like different perspective, right? Like, uh, yeah, I guess. Because yeah, we, Zayna too, chose right? to make Let's that go. decision not to know the sex of the baby either. So that was a it was a mutual okay. decision. Okay. Well, that's everybody... For okay, so you have, you knew both sexes, right, mom? Hmm? You knew you knew both yes, sexes. I wanted to know, but also when Jake earlier asked a question, um, and I think he was going fast forward how your child was, but um, when you're pregnant, you have this uh, option to take a test, an option to take this test, amniocentesis, right? So you can tell if your child's Down syndrome. Autism, well, you know, it tells a lot within this test, and you have that option. And then you apparently someone didn't take this test. No, but he's asking that. Do you? Care? He's Lil. He's uh, autist. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, and Lil autist. Okay, if no, they but had that's taken actually, that test, they would have known they had a little autist. Like okay, like would Barry? Would Barry not to, like? <laughs> and you could have done it pre-birth. What's this test? What's this test? Amni uh, well, they they draw a fluid called amniocentesis from from you, and that. Uh, so, that will okay. determine isn't, a isn't lot of issues. Isn't that the same kind of information as like gender, as like you know? No, I'm saying your kid gonna have Down's. It's, no, it's the no. same sort of like I'm saying it's, that it's a qualitative. Okay. It's a qualitative measure, right? Like they can Absolutely. tell you whether or not it's a boy or girl, whether or not it's gonna have Down's or not, mm -hmm. right? Like those are, mm -hmm. those are things you would want to know. Wouldn't you like? Wouldn't like? To um, me, it seems to me like. Well, the same because way I what happens know, a, I guess what is I'm they do it in an early enough stage that you can abort. Okay, that's so great now too. they're. Hmm? But you can. Can you do that with uh, gender, or is it too late with gender? Mm, you know uh, no, I think gen um, it's been so long time since I've been. What? Get out of here, dude. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, I'm Barry's sorry. writing. Barry's things. writing. Barry's memes. writing because I'm taking the microphone. He can't handle it. Now he's. Things he's saying are horrifying. Um, so, 
So as a mother, for me, because yeah. it's just a different perspective as a father, as like, a mother, I did not want to know. Carrying like a kid with Down syndrome. Yes. Like that would. But like, I didn't ever want to have a single second to make that happen. I guess make it's like decision. the way that Jacob's saying is like you have expectations for like how your like parent, like the child of like this experience you're about to enter into is. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be better. I feel like. And, you know, imagine instead of the difference between, like, knowing if it's a boy or a girl, knowing if it, your child has Downs or doesn't have Downs, right? Like, I would want to know as early as possible mm-hmm. because I can – one, I can make decisions, I guess, about abortion faster. But two, I also have – like, imagine – like, what – I guess what I'm saying is, like, either if you don't know – if you even don't want to know anything about what that kid's doing in that Barry's body, writing again. Okay, I know. Go ahead. If you don't want to know anything <laughs> about what that kid's doing, like – you're still gonna have expectations. I think like, mm-hmm. expectations are just you we, we always can, as a we parent. Can always, you always yeah. have expectations. Well, you always have I'm expe- sorry. You always have expectations <laughs> of everything, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> nonsense. Stop. Okay. I'm sorry. What is he? <laughs> this is the Bob Dylan of podcast. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You understand this is just me having to edit. Johnny, things. can you yes, can you yes. like really, really, really late term abort me right now? I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really we can. Uh, you get, is that? I get right, what you're saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? I guess what I'm saying. I'm saying is I that, think a mother might think of it different as a father because we have way more responsibility. I wish we could for go more parts. into that, but I think uh, we should probably and get. And we out don't of, need to yeah, because Barry took a 30 minute segment of that. He took situation. it to like talk about like the music <laughs> that was playing and how that mattered. <laughs> So. <laughs> All right, we can go into viewer questions now. Sorry. We have we have we have viewer yeah, we questions have now. Okay, uh, most of these are we just blitz questions, questions from uh, friends of the show. We got Mia to okay, nice. be a producer. If she, yeah, yeah. If you ever want to be a producer, you're down. You're down. You are down. <laughs> if you ever wanted, that, our, obviously our, our, our you have to. Like, you want to be our producer with Down syndrome? No, God, my God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know. If you had to live by moral understanding or natural instinct alone, which would you choose? Which I don't. Oh. I don't know if choice comes in to that. I don't. Well, okay. So moral. It's a hypothetical situation where you actually get to choose, with the knowledge that you with have. With the choice. Okay. Well, let me let me think about this because. Okay. So ethical action is always all right. So we have to make this. When you're a person. Right. Yes, in the day to day life, right? Like, we live in a and society. You have not been aborted. At, at, at all moments, you're making decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no situation where you're not making a decision, even if it's like you know, like um, subconscious. You're always making some sort of decision. Mm-hmm. You can't just not make a decision, even if it's staying in your seat. Staying in your seat is an action. Like you always are choosing. And so it's interesting to think, like, if you would just choose natural instinct versus moral instinct because the idea of ethics is you know you recognize that you always make decisions and from there you try to rationalize what the best decisions are so if you were in a situation where you could choose between ethical thinking which like when you talk about a person like a single person ethical thinking is like the sum total of all of the best thoughts that they have about making decisions right decisions versus, that impact others especially yeah, right Versus natural instinct, which is like something that most people don't even have like a clue about what's happening. I think I think this is this leads into more interesting conversation of like, um, 
intuition and how intuition. I think it's I think it's inter- no, interesting think that some people have like a very but weird. Moral, yeah. I think it's a, a tough that's why question I like because question. I think moral is something. It's like your moral fiber. You're brought up with a certain moral. See, the uh, minute that you say that you're brought up with it is like dip, well, to me that would be day, nat- right. Okay, so every day, so it's, in, it's your a, in, your natural instincts can be uh, ethic like pseudoly ethical right mm-hmm. like you can have inclinations towards ethical behaviors yeah right yeah. because it's, it's matter like ethical action i think is supposed to describe like something that is like you have divorced yourself from um your natural instincts mm-hmm. and your natural instincts can include the way that you were nurtured right because i was just like Abs- so, no i think yes yeah. yeah, ethical thing is supposed to describe um thoughtful th- action mm-hmm. um and whatever natural instinct is uh it can encompass the part of you that was raised by somebody who had ethical inclinations already like you, ethics is something that you get to own basically mm-hmm. like you you can't i don't think you can like um and maybe this is a good question but i don't think you can uh like inherent ethics inherit ethics i think ethics is something that you come up with um because otherwise it's part of like your natural environment and like we're always like taking clues off our natural environment, but like maybe that's like too indeterministic. Like maybe there, maybe it is as simple as like. I think it's a very hard question, personally. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Jacob? Mm, if I had to like make a choice, I think it would be. What a, do you think? What, what do you, you don't think, think that, your choice would be guess, based on who you are? Like I get no, but what I was getting it, as what, what the, the the question that's being posed here is it exists in a theoretical space where you have the knowledge that you have now. Let's okay. say, and you get to choose to live the rest of your life either. By being, you you can choose to be a moral actor, or you can choose to just See, like that. It's very me, hard you to would have to that choice. If you had that, ch- th- that's a choice you have every day. Is what's mm-hmm. interesting. I agree. Right? Yeah. And um, uh, I guess what I want to say is that um, if you could shoot, like the idea is that ethics is a better technology than evolution. I think ethics is point, also right? like I think that the the question also maybe assumes that like living on natural instinct is more like hedonistic somehow or like or or it's more like um most people like lead on natural instincts so you might as well not because it's better because it will uh, like but in fact it it seems to me that like behaving in an ethical way ends up being more efficient like in terms of not just being better for society but if you act within an ethical framework you're probably more successful governments create policy right and policy does not have to be like efficacious it doesn't be so like the, the fact that like when we create policy, we're like discussing, we're, we're like in a values discussion about ethics, right? Like even if sometimes if we don't seem to like we, mostly we're always talking about policy in terms of like what's the like the most ethical thing to do, right? Like we want to like provide better healthcare yeah. to people, we want to do blah blah blah, but it's also the most efficient, and we don't talk about that em- enough. It's not like a lot of people, you know, you either get two sides of the argument, where, which is like the the major argument which is like we should just help people because like that's the right thing to do you want to help more people because that's the right thing to do but you break that down it's kind of meaningless the efficacious argument or you know the efficiency argument is that you know you want to help more people because that brings more people into labor force it makes like a wider swath of you know like opportunity for better ideas um that's what ethics is supposed to be about is like it's not just because it's the right thing to do it's because it's the right thing for society it just requires investment it's like the entire problem is that like most people aren't taught how to invest and (laughs) the people that do know that they're the 
you know, the reason why they're making so much money is because <laughs> no one else knows that. Like, there's right, such a yeah. small, right? There's yeah. such a small right. part of... This question not geared, like, just towards child, like... No, no, no. These are just random viewers. Can I make make a quick observation about the investment? If I can just finish the investment part. I just want to finish the investment part, which is that, um, you know, most people, you know, it's just the people that learn that, like, you make money by investing know that most people don't do it. Right. That's the reason why, like. Their success is predicated on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they are very worried that, like, you know, that money will be taken from them or knowledge will be disseminated in a way where like their markets are um, under siege. And so they promote policies that protect them, that isolate them. Um, But if we had a different idea about investment, which is that like, oh, it's working for me, it would probably work for society at large. um, Then you would be in favor of different kinds of policies. But the idea that policy is related to ethics um, is important because policy doesn't have to be related to, like, the best way we think about things. Policy could be related to, like, what's best for the king, which is how it was for a long time, right? Like, the idea that policy is good for because it's ethical, like, we want to have ethical policies is, like, a kind of thing that's, like, only been, like, recently introduced into, like, human history. Yeah, it wasn't always the case that, like, decisions were made for the good of citizens right, right. so oh, we've yeah. like in yeah. some way we have some <laughs> way found out that ethical thinking in terms of policy in terms of us all deciding on things is actually better it's actually better for you to think about the ways you can elevate the people around you because that actually elevates you because the, the you know we've discovered that like we would if it was better that like the king just had all the power then that would have been what we have gone for but like instead we decided it's better for for us to like elevate the people around us. And so if you're asking the question that was originally posed, would you choose an ethical life or your natural instinct? You like would have to almost like on like the natural instinct, mm-hmm. choose the ethical life. Yeah. <laughs> because like- Jake, read, actually, read the yeah. question one more time, please. Because well, I, I wanted think... to go to the core of that question really quick. Um, <laughs> and I, just no, I just, I just wanted to say this. What everything you said, Johnny, was like, was and it was a great example of why being more choosing to be ethical and study and learn something to the fullest the my my question within the core of that is it's really which comes first the chicken or the egg if you have the knowledge if you have the knowledge and you and that is what you do from the the day you're born till now is you always want to gain knowledge are you trying to gain that knowledge so ultimately you can be more instinctive? So that I think that's all I'd have to say about that question is the more you could look at it from you're just naturally instinctive or you study and it allows you to be more instinctive. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think there's two ways you can go for this. One, well, the the idea I was putting forth is that like- We have a lot of questions, so we should probably- Okay, but can I finish? He asked. So- um, you can I, the first idea I was positing is that like ethics is like that basis for um, actually satisfying your instincts, but you have to like f- like you have to take your instincts and then like add like a, a um, like an investment filter over it, right? Like um, you can still be instinctive and know that investing your time is the best thing to do. 
right? Like you, like you can still use investment as a tool to satisfy your instincts. Um, but the second thing I would say is that like, I, you can either think of it like that, or you can think of that, like, as we get, um, we can use knowledge. It's not that knowledge and instinct are like in these separate categories and they're like, it's not that they're just, it's not that they're like opposed. They're just distinctive. Right. And so you can use, um, knowledge to satisfy your instinct in a way that like, you know, it's not like, I think what I was trying to put across is that like, instead of thinking about ethics as like this godly religious, like Kantian kingdom of ends thing, like ethics is just like, we're so good at like satisfying our instincts that we found a way to do it all the time. Like think about your life right now compared to an animal, your instincts got you there. It's not that like knowledge and ethics is separate. It's like literally your instinct working out on like a, like a wider, more dimensional plane than an animal would. Yeah. And we only have animals to compare to. So like we don't, you know, there could be another kind of qualitative being that is like in some ethical space that's very different from ours because it was better for their species, but we don't have anything to compare to because we don't have any other kind of ethically, like we don't have any other being that has a sentience of ethics that we can compare to, but we could think about an alien race that could. And so that's sort of, I guess what I'm saying is that like, I think the difference between, I think that question at the end of the day is like more about like, direction than it yeah. like you know what i mean like i don't I, I guess i'm like breaking down the idea that that question means anything it either means like are you gonna be a shitty person or are you gonna do the thing that you know that's right yeah because it's actually whoever you you're, are, you're gonna are you gonna make a choice to be a shitty person or like it. yeah which is ultimately probably gonna make your life worse or yeah yeah i, I guess what i'm saying is like i don't think it's like ethics and nature well this okay separate. this is gonna lead into another i think a, a better yeah, question uh, first we can do like a, a really easy one. Shoes in the house or no? Hmm? Shoes in the house? Shoes in the house. Yes or no? Yeah. So funny. So many things coming up. I say no only normally. I did not take my shoes off in their household today because my feet were really cold. <laughs> Mostly yes. Well, you get a pass. you're yeah. tracking things in from bathrooms that you've been in outside <laughs> and you're bringing it into the home and I... I'm 100% shoes, shoes off, off at the door. Okay. Shoes off. I think we all share that. Dad, no, I agree. Shoes off. Shoes off at the door? It just depends where the door <laughs> is because if the door is exposed to more elements than they're already on the shoe and those shoes do ultimately end up inside, it's two times worse. It's actually really true. <laughs> yeah. Actually, does, is it predicated on the type of flooring at all or is it just like you'd rather carpet, not have the dirt? Oh, oh take well, it Well, yeah, shoes are off at the door. On the but yes, house, I yeah. think I think just a lot of customs, take it off, take them off and just don't track any anything from the outside in. Okay, so this is, I think, a better I question. I think we all about, agree with that, right? I yeah. think we all say yeah. shoes off. Shoes off. This can, is I, a, can I have a... Um, a nutter butter? Do you need a nutter butter? I need a nutter butter <laughs> as a topper in my in my crazy cocktail we have going on here. Okay. What? I know we're doing. Okay, so uh, go on. So I think this is going to be a, a more uh, interesting question. If you had to pick, would you rather everyone look like, like, so everybody in the world is the same person, like they have the same personhood, but they all look like you? Or would you rather have everybody look the way that they are, or but be like identical to you in personality? The other Neither. Way. Well, you have to choose. Neither. I can't Neither. choose. I'm opting out of this because I cannot make that choice. Um, I don't. I, I don't like. I think. Uh, I think we. Uh, uh, can I say Black Mirror? No. <laughs> I get that though, but Edit. no. I actually think if we were all the same person, we would like. 
No, but not the same person. You. Who would we have no. to judge then? Okay, I think. Don't I think, we love um, judging no, people? I, <laughs> no, I think it would be like we would find other ways to like judge people, like pretty swiftly. Well, I think it would. Okay, think. Okay, that question actually means a lot of things, right? Like, think about it on a political level. If like everyone just became the same person, like physically, aren't or all politics? I think, is, I think if po- everyone, politicians the same person? No, 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 because. No. If we all became the same person, mm-hmm. like we had, di- we had the same outsides, but we had so like we had different, personal, we had, same we had, personality. Uh, if we had all the same personality, the that it. would mean that we would like. There's so many tasks that are vital to like making economies work. And, <laughs> yeah. if, and if like we all just became, we would like lose ninety nine point nine 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 percent of like the skill set needed to run in like. Continue, an American economy, yeah. never mind a, a global economy. Yeah. So it would collapse and people would just start killing each other because there would be no rule of law because anyone in this room doesn't know how to... That's, kind of, that's kind of like... My, that was my interpretation of the yeah, question but, and I think that would so be great. I think that's, just, So I'm going to pick personality. That's, yeah, but that's the world I want to live in. Here's the problem with personality. You have to... like The idea about a personality is a personality um, is not constant, right? Like... Well, yeah, of course. Right. So it's easier to identify someone on their physical attributes than their personal ones. We would have to get much better technology but if to everybody... be able to run a society where we all look the same. But um, We're the we same, had, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we would have to have there like, would be no of, incels. Yeah, there was like, <laughs> you know, okay, like here's a technology. Like we went to the uh, liquor store today. <laughs> Mom and I. Here's a technology. <laughs> and uh, so, like, the guy was Motherfucker, like, you think great. I can't make toilet wine? <laughs> <laughs> so we went, and the guy looked at my ID, and he was like, this is fake. Oh, right? he brought the manager over and he brought the manager to analyze over. the driver's license, which And the guy said, this is real. fake. And so what I did is I pulled out a credit card with my name on it that said Florida Pool Finishers, and I'm like... What do you do think you I'd have an Amex Gold motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> With my fucking state on it and what? my name. And they were like, maybe. Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But this is and clearly a fake idea. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the dude's like, oh. uh, the manager's like, have you like scanned the card yet? And he was like, no. And he's like, you didn't scan, you called me over, you didn't scan the card. And he went, uh, no. And so they scanned the card. It worked perfectly because I am almost 30. <laughs> 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 and we walked out but how amazing is that is that like you could have like what wasn't in question there was that the likeness of the photo wasn't like mine like my physical appearance it was like the likeness of the credit card wasn't like a normal credit card so it what was, I'm saying it, is like they never questioned that I was the dude on the credit no, card no no yeah. not at all it was and that the mag stripe was worn out right and that's how and powerful and it looked like, like part of the uh, it was peeled a little bit in the corner which is all the characteristics of a fake oh it, it looks fake because it's a ratchet ass motherfucker bitch okay but but what I'm saying hold on is, I'm gonna change the the question completely if you had to this is I think a this is a more interesting way to involve everybody in this question uh, if you had to pick somebody in this room other than yourself for the, the the world is their personality everybody has that kind of personality which person in this room would you choose what you're gonna do what this? Is that yeah question? I'm gonna do this, this to me? Gonna do, so like assume that the assume that it, it's not the physical thing it's the mm-hmm. personality thing you have to pick somebody in this room who you would globalize their personality which one would you choose global other than yourself like I'm saying well, you know I what I'm saying every individual so has the that mo- I the think most diverse we, we person to, in the we room we have to make this a different question because my main problem with 
making everyone the same personality is that it's like the division of labor and skill set that allows us to have forget that it's just about i don't know how to like okay, how do we like what, get over what, yourself then what's, no, no no what's the objective then i think that's just yeah. which which one which yeah. one of the people I, in this room do you think would be would achieve would, whatever your most desirable outcome of a society could be as in because personality doesn't necessarily have to do with skill set right a person could be the type of person that is willing to do what is necessary in order to survive. That's good. Okay. So um, I, I'd choose Jacob immediately. <laughs> oh, you're, first you're off, the most efficient motherfucker I yeah. know. So. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. That's, so you're saying what? What's the difference between interest and skill set? Well, I don't think you're. I don't think personalities are inherently interested in. It's. It has to do with really. Like, what, then what's a personality? You know, what I'm, I'm not trying to like, uh, like I, I mean, maybe I'm not trying right, to yeah. dissuade the entire idea of a personality. What I'm trying to say is like, what is it we mean when we say personality? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I can't pick. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally don't know what you're talking about. And it's, it's so I think a personality so is like a, uh, it's like a set of factors that includes like um, I'm trying to think of the best way to right, phrase right. this. So like maybe general attitudes towards life or like conceptions about social situations, right? Yeah, uh, they're like analytical capacity, uh, like uh, work ethic, that kind of thing. (laughs) So around, but it's not. I mean, like I think it's just like a religious concept. Sure. Okay. okay. Where you're like, yeah, it's like, oh, like what is this person naturally going to do because of this? Well, religion will play a big part in it naturally. As opposed to like. Like that's fine. I can believe that like people like are like can you can you nature. just like debase yourself a little bit and have fun with the question? Oh, fun! Yeah, I, I dude. Like, yeah, obviously. Jesus Christ, I man! I feel like this question we were supposed to answer it within yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah like, seriously. Not, the question was asked. Johnny left us and he joined NPR. Fucker, I know because he gets shit done. <laughs> done. That was that's, that was done. That, that was, was the whole thing, man. This is Codex West NPR version with Johnny Paglino. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I think that was Sorry, supposed to be. There's not. There's no debate. And just off, just boom. Yeah, Answer yeah, yeah. the question. All right, go ahead. Okay. We all, go, okay, so everybody go. in this room, we clearly know each other very well. Yeah. Right? So, so Probably. just if we. You got to pick somebody. Everybody's going to be. And don't break. So, so is this question, who do you like the most? No. no it no, is no, no, not no. who a, you like the most. It's about what you what you think like your most desirable like societal outcome, which one of our personalities which, which is most person likely. Which person in this room. Or, you either, or if you don't think <laughs> yeah. any of us will achieve the right outcome, which one is the least so, famous? Uh, Kaiser. Yeah. Clearly. Kaiser. Kaiser's not in the room. Kaiser's, oh, Kaiser's well, outside of the room. Society, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wise society. It's very wise. A world of enlightenment. Sages can get it done. I'm not answering you know, right, right. this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, okay, so I'll answer. I would say on Kim. I think you and I have probably the most similar ideas about how the world works. Mm-hmm. So I think that like I think you just want to connect with her right now. You that's think what? <laughs> no, that's what I think. No. Nope, not, not, <laughs> right. that's literally not what's happening. <laughs> Who do you so, think would run a better society, me and you or Jacob? <laughs> that's easy to think of. That's Which one of us just spent the last that's 15 minutes trying to dissect this silly question? It's an, <laughs> it's a great, I still think you're lying. I think it's a, I think it's a question that's meant to 
pull us all apart. No, it's a cool question. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good okay, question. I really no, like I so this is right, I like the question because I just think we should have all just uh, known that ant like just, I don't oh, think yeah, that's yeah, for sure. I do too. I do. Well I think okay, so like pretend like we're like archetypical, easily like dissected personalities. So like a society where everybody was Jake would be like a very generous and like good society. Like people would be people would just be like very kind to each other. But I don't necessarily know if it would be like if it if would, they would result get, in yeah, well, yeah, yes. not much would get done. Everybody yeah, they all yeah, love each other. Like, oh, are you okay? Very productive. Productive. Like you're good. You're good. We're good. Oh, we're good. We're good. Do we have food? Are you good? Right. Do we have what? Do we know? Like so. So so do you want to pick somebody that's passionate but yet? Uh, can get the job Sexual. done. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, a world where, right on, a world right on, where right everybody on. was Johnny yeah. it would just be like masturbatorily analytic about everything so nothing oh, would also nothing, nothing would ever get done. Are you fucking me? <laughs> <laughs> as long as there's no women on this island like <laughs> I get so much shit done. Uh, I do so much and better. And vice versa for women. Okay, yeah. Like, no man, we'd get a lot of shit done. These men are just in our way. In our way. Men want things. Women they want things. We need just need things. to get things done. <laughs> I'm Jordan Peterson. <laughs> okay, uh, so okay. who would I choose? Yeah. Really no a next answer. question. <laughs> All right, because Jack. only... So, yeah, so Johnny says next question because you can't answer yourself, so... <laughs> I would definitely that's choose true. myself. Are you kidding me? Clearly, hold but the pay. That's, okay. not, that's okay. not an how ego would, thing. Well, that's why that's why there's a stipulation beliefs. of I obviously we all hold our own beliefs. Yeah. Right. Would you get yeah, a lot would, done? Do you huh? think that you would get a lot done? Well, it might not even be about getting with stuff yeah, done. It's about we outcome yeah. desirability. You get done. Or you don't. There's different things that people like. People do different things. You need. The way that, like, the way that I am in my heart is not the way that I am in real life. So I also think it's like you know it's good. You know, like you're a happy person, I think, if you would choose yourself, and that's it. Like, yeah. That question. Yeah, I mean, you're confident. Yeah, I'm not gonna so be it's like, about I'm that. That's why I, I, that question. I dissected too deep. I dissect the question. I think, I think that that it, was a good answer, Johnny, without yeah. answering anybody to say clearly we all think it would be our the best possible non answer. Great job. <laughs> I should run for Congress. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! What did he write this time? Oh my God! He's is it another phone number? <laughs> no, it, it's just more doctors and boys and abortions. Cool, cool boys. Cool. It's a new, uh, now, now new paint album. me. Now paint me your family you know, with water. Barry and, I, Barry and I have a doo-wop band called the Abortion Boys. You guys should. Uh, come That's not true. Uh, it's absolutely true. That's just one less thing you ladies need to take care of. Doo-wop, doo-wop. Do another question. Okay, uh, we'll do another. Really we'll do another question. easy one and then another hard one that I have to figure out how to rephrase, for Johnny's fucking sake. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, my therapist would stop me one time. He was like, "You're so fucking philosophical." <laughs> I wish you would me. stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she told me, and I was like, "Righteous, <laughs> right, right. righteous meme, bro." Okay. Uh, what? Oh my god, we just saw Anthony. What are foods live? that oh, cause you major endorphin fun. rushes? The kind that just instantly make you happy. Johnny responds. So what are endorphins exactly? Like, what do we mean when we say endorphins? My response is heroin. <laughs> so done. My favorite food. <laughs> yum, um, yum. Kittens in the park. <laughs> kittens. My favorite food. Kittens running heroin from Juarez. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so mom, co- talk about coconut. <laughs> mom, talk about coconut. <laughs> When it, when, it, when it can possibly be achieved, awkward at the moment with your son at the table. 
multiple orgasms. That's nowhere near. These are not foods, guys. <laughs> None of these are foods. Wait, you said I wish oh, you didn't say Where that. Did you say food. Oh, then I, I said, say what are you foods say that, that you major whore? endorphin okay, rush? Also, Carrie, I missed that part. I thought you meant Green Kratom. It's a food. Green Kratom. Okay, Kratom. That's a great answer. Kratom is a great Mostly hero. because it's an opioid, and I'll accept that as an answer. <laughs> this is a heroin podcast. Yeah. We talk about good times. Good times. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's an, it's an opioid agonist, not an opioid. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hi, my name's Johnny. I'm an opioid addict. I'm an opioid <laughs> agonist. agonist. I'm, my new movie. I'm in opioid agony right now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, what... what, what Foods cause you major endorphin rushes. <laughs> they say major <laughs> foods. There is terror. Uh, there is not a food. Well, like spicy food. You know, it spicy food. Spicy, spicy it meatball. Is a spicy meatball makes me very happy. Yeah. Not a food. If you had to pick one person at this table and eat their favorite food, who, who would it be? <laughs> but like, how would you rend the world on Oreo chocolate? Cream? My personality would be Johnny, and the and the fish would be a um, octopus uh, sushi with a quail egg on top. Nice. Decadent. Okay. Wow. That's Fuck a, you. That does not get I will say this, this just as a side note. I talked to somebody who went to Cambodia and they ate a king cobra. It was a dinner. It cost $85 in the United States, probably $8,500. But they take a cobra, they kill it at the table, and the person who pays for the dinner eats the heart. And he indicated to me that everybody ends up drinking the blood and the rush and the endorphins and the emotion you feel after eating that. That heartbeat is still going. That's funny because I, I used to a, talk yeah. with a Cambodian wow. person with my king cobra. Cool. <laughs> anyway, I, I guess the only the, the first thing when he said that is when I was in China. That it reminded me of I was in China. And I drank three penis wine, <laughs> and it was a cow, horse, and I don't remember the third, but I think it was a unicorn. It was real. It did. What did you say? I'm sorry. Back up. What did you say? I had. It was, I had. Well, it was uh, three uh, three penis one. No, no, no. Wait. It was definitely cow. Did we drink that in Iceland at the museum? The I wasn't in. He wasn't there. So <laughs> why are you looking at him? I was there. I have not drank any penis. We did. We looked at a variety of tab. Okay, uh, we, we delivered. I'm sorry. We we it looked was... at a lot of penis eye, penis Okay, next that question. Be, that would be penis eye. Uh, okay. Do you believe? Uh, okay, do you believe that if a child is old enough to ask a question, they are old enough to know the answer? What is the right age to talk about adult concepts? Does it depend on the child? Shit, mm. parents I, talk about that. You so I've got a, a funny. I never did. Did I? I've got a story that no, might. Never did. <laughs> I found out. I've got a story that might just answer this question so uh there was when i was a a younger child i didn't know what the word masturbation meant um but i wasn't sure that it was a bad word right so i think your mom said that question nope (laughs) so one day uh padre here and i went to padre he sounds cool he was a cool mexican friend padre father and i went to uh the dali museum in saint petersburg and they had a an exhibition of Dali's rare sketches, and one of those sketches is a picture of Hitler riding a horse, masturbating, called Hitler Masturbatur. <laughs> so, I saw that, and I thought, well, paintings are in museums, and museums aren't bad places, so that means that masturbator is an okay word for me to say and ask what it means. So, I didn't ask at the museum. I asked later, when we were all out at dinner, with our entire family. Uh, and I repeatedly asked my father, Dad, what's masturbation? 
over and over and he had to he had to choose to ignore me until I stopped asking the question because there's no other way to handle the situation. So to answer your question, if a child is old enough to ask, they might not be old enough to know. Um absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely what not. but why not? No. What's the reason why not? If, because it, it, I think that was a good, that was yeah. it. It's because the why child not? asked the question simply because they've been possibly exposed but to what the answer actually what's is. What's wrong? I'm asking what's and not antagonistically. I'm just asking. Okay, what's what wrong is with wrong? me not asking, answering Jake's question? Because I don't remember he asked it. Your Honor, I I was maybe at that table okay. that night. I did not hear the question, though it was asked several times. No I do remember the uh, <laughs> no I remember penis. the Dolly Museum and taking wine. Jake yeah, to Guggenheim. I stop prefer bringing the, the no penis, penis one to court. <laughs> Yeah, Jake, I don't recall the question. Jake's question is very Your simple. Your Honor, I would like to recuse myself. So it's yeah. very, no, it's very simple. I guess, uh, yeah, It depends mom. on the child. But like what? I feel like, as a mother, what, it depends um, on the child because uh, if so the like, child is... There are things that like if Johnny would have asked at like a certain age, you would have answered differently than well, if Johnny had Probably Johnny would have answered anything because he yeah. <laughs> was clearly already in the mindset to under to know. Right. It. But if a child kid, is like some inquisitive. Some kids are curious and they're just not mature enough to understand. Right, right, right. And to be exposed to that uh, question. Because you don't know how they're going to so utilize that information. So I think when you said, do you, it does it, or if that was the question, if, does yeah, yeah, it yeah. depend on the child? I think yes. That 100% but it depends on the child. I guess like what... And the, here's a question from another caller. Um, is it okay that <laughs> Jacob's dad did not answer that question? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that was my preference. <laughs> uh, I guess I think this is a great question because... Um, I think some things are hard to answer if you've not been in the situation. Yeah, think, you're not a parent. But that, that's what I'm. That's yeah. So I have no judgment. Like you want to, yeah. I don't like. I want to make it like, oh, we can make all these rules and blah blah blah. But it, I, I don't think it is. I think that's true. Is it's it like moral you, you or, make or natural instinct. <laughs> right. But like you're. I don't know. It's interesting. Like. I don't know. I don't like. I mean. Dude, that's kind of what like parenting is though right it's like parenting is deci- making those kinds of decisions right like you could, like when do you tell your child that Santa doesn't exist but it's not just your child it's like when do I tell child is this child right right and yes. so like whatever parenting is it's not like totally like kid dependent mm-hmm. or it is can, it's completely kid dependent right because like whatever it is is like you're trying to make a calibration and like the parenting is the calibration. It's going to be so interesting one day to see Johnny as a parent and calibrating every. I don't know, but this is my problem. Is like with Kaiser, I'm like it's so much easier for me to just like when he does something wrong. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I know kids are very different, but like I I can see like this like uh, response mechanism happening in, in me already, where it's like with Kaiser, he's so simple. He like respond. He's the compliant, as you would right. say. Like I yes. And I Leo I, is the defiant. I had two child. Yeah. Yes. A defiant and yeah, defiant. and, so and it's like, different. I always think about Leo as Jada because like I'm yeah, just like this dog yeah. doesn't want to like he doesn't respect me mm-hmm. in a way that I want him to respect me because it would make my job easier and mm-hmm. so like whatever my ideas about what that dog is like almost are f- like they lay on the fundaments of me thinking that the dog rebels against me like just on every level right. You have to do that with the, I mean, like the stakes of the kid are like a bajillion times more. And so, like, when you think you're constantly about. Constantly strategizing. You're strategizing, and with like, that's the parenting. The parenting is not like. So, to say that, right, every child is. Yeah, just the parenting has a is the calculus. And, a different, uh, and it, it's made, I think that's why, like, I mean, I don't think, I think that's what's interesting about people having more than one kid. Like, 
families mm-hmm. who decide not to have more than one kid i think think of parenting as like this very like singular experience where like parenting is like this like multi-calculus level of like i like the decisions i have to make or what is the parenting is it's not like oh me raising one child obviously is going to do one or one other thing mm-hmm. does, does this seem right like where like the parenting for you is like the choices you had to make because you had different children uh, yes. Like when you had Jada, you were always gonna compare her to me. Mm-mm. No, no, not 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 in a way where you're like uh like 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 valueistically, right? Like you're not thinking but like, like oh yeah, how is she gonna respond differently than yes, like yeah, yeah. like you know like when a you biological have different genders. Way. You have to. Uh, it's not even different genders though. Well, it's like she's a second girl. Like uh, that, that's a part of a factor, but like mm-hmm. the general, the most basic factor is like this is not Johnny. Mm-hmm. And so like, and when they make responses that are not like Johnny. Like all of a sudden you realize like oh kids are different. You don't and parenting that. is the As a gap parent, between that first. You don't expect first... your, the one child to make responses like the other. You you. You don't have to make expectations, think... but the parenting itself is like okay. It's different. Like... It's 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 completely yeah. different. What do you think your parenting and if you would talk be different? To a lot of people they'll tell you I have two kids and they're completely different and you know it's this one does this and this is and I think birth order has a lot to do with that, but also gender and. You can't, you know, you you. But you also, can't order that, of a, what if your first child was? Child. What if your first child was the defiant, mm-hmm. and then you had a compliant child afterwards? Like, mm-hmm. do you think your decision process would be different? Would you be like harder on the compliant child you, because you maybe didn't well, understand you have that to that be was because like, there's resistance. So right, but you're naturally. getting the resistance. Imagine like I, to me, like a, a lot of times I imagine getting Leo first, and mm-hmm. Leo's like this crazy puppy. And like we're just trying to deal with them, and like, would you have even gotten a second dog? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I mean, but like, yeah. <laughs> he's so crazy. He would have like, a, like a the first impression over like what a you know a dog is to me, and what a then when I get Kaiser like... and he's like chill or whatever, like would I have trained him differently? I mean, dogs I think are just like completely different than humans, but like I think that same principle comes into play where For like sure, yeah. once you have that second child, you've made the decision to have the second child, so that means that you like you like parenting. And it's not always a decision. Not always. Okay, but like you have experience, we'll say. Like you have better you have better information than someone right, who's correct. never had a kid. Just by having a kid, you'll always have better information, whether, like, you're, like... No, oh, yes, absolutely. Your, like, uh, analysis of that, of that edu- like, that information is good or not. Like, you have more information. Um, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I'm just so curious. I, I mean, just, like, on a basic level, I'm curious if, like, I was the crazy kid and Jada was... You was a crazy kid. I was a crazy kid, but I wasn't, like, mean to you. I didn't, like, impinge on you in the way Jada did. You're... What do you mean, crazy kid? <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't impinge. I remember you being very, very drama. There was a lot of drama with you, and it was. There was like, drama. It was like I'm not gonna take anything away from you because right now it's all about. No, it's no, it's drama. Um, Why did this happen? That's the act. <laughs> but that, no, it was beautiful. I, that's I the. Uh, that's mean, the though, theatrical. Yeah. The theatrical the side theatrical, of Johnny. Yeah. You have it. From, I should rephrase this, Dan, because it's not. Because it's not like. It was theatrical. Uh, oh. Yeah. There's I had a, a different way of expressing. There's a difference between drama and being theatrical. I really believe this, because with the with drama, you're just creating something that's not really existed. 
But with being theatrical, you're sort of just taking an incident that happened and you're blowing uh, it up. And you're, you're like, dr- like, you know, like you would hurt Theatrical yourself. is a state of mind, which is like actually something that it's like. exaggerating is like, a move. It's something that's like will. propagated, as we wanted to say, with social media. Because like the idea mm-hmm. of like you only have like this amount of like so, like space to describe to someone who you are. Like with Tinder, right? Like. You know, you have to be dramatic in a way. All your pictures have to be, like, on the edge of, like, the most best thing that you can do with a picture yeah. with yourself. Because you only have three you only have three images before and someone... <laughs> and they're all a horse. A mass, mass yeah, I don't know. I guess what you're saying is that... Um, uh, yeah. Do you want to? All right. <laughs> We're all eating them. You can go. Uh, uh, last... This will be the... Let's, we should probably... If you want. I, think I mean, it's, about, it's just, like, think it's, it's about material. Time. I'm going to cut this out. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're just talking. I'm just talking. Last viewer question. Uh, It is the end of the world biblical style. If you had to pick one of the biblical plagues that hits your area, which one would you opt for? Say that again. Like, like end of the world biblical style. That long question. You guys cannot catch nutter butters in your mouth. Why are you still trying? Oh, so close. All right. right, right. Love it. Oh, never mind. Jake's a hero. It's all the lobbying. Uh, okay. It is the end of the world, biblical style. If you had to pick a plague that hits your area, which plague would you choose? Oh, I see. Uh, like what? Like frogs? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool in any area. Frogs are pretty Frogs dope. here would be dope. <laughs> I'm gonna choose for my dad and say death of the firstborn. Oh my god, that was <laughs> just my, that was nice. That was the only question you've answered all night. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there have been two questions. I know this <laughs> is amazing the, that like every other one of Jake. those questions could have had a like a boom like yeah, uh, frogs for yeah, sure. No, frogs are dope. Yeah. All right, I say this, <laughs> Jake. Frogs? Jake, there was a there was a um, a Netflix, and I'm I think this is sort of like going with going along with that question because for some reason I was compelled to watch a Netflix thing called The Rain and it was basically about this civilization I don't know how far in the future it is but basically there was a vaccine that was created so that when it rained outside people would like almost instantly they would die when it rained so it was like there's this thing going on so there's these fallout shelters that are created (laughs) Are you describing the plots of Fallout? Ultimately, this it's called The Rain, and it's about six or seven uh, episodes, and it's on Netflix, and it's it it basically says, you know, is the is the epidemic the rain? Is that what? No, is that what's killing the people? What? Or is it? You find out further as you go along that it was something induced that created created its own epidemic, so that when it rained. Whatever properties came from the rain activated this. Okay, are you talking about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> that is the plague that was I choose. Perfect. Yeah. That was, that was perfect. Okay. Hallelujah! It's raining so meatballs. The question was, Jake. There's well a biblical played. plague. Well said. Which I, one do I you choose? Well, the plague I choose is. is uh, <laughs> I choose this plague. You choose, pick a choose. I would. I would choose to. Uh, the plague where everybody orgasmed to death. That is not one of the <laughs> biblical plagues. <laughs> Shit. That All right, Aunt like Kim, a, pick a plague. I did, I how do you want to die? <laughs> Jesus that's was born in a porn die. hub. <laughs> oh, it has to be biblical? It's yeah. got to be anything. So, like, biblical, like, you give know. Me a, give me a, 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 a Like Exodus, like, you know? Yeah. 
biblical. Mother I shall be trampled by the I shall be trampled by the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Not a plague. I want to be I want to be nailed to the cross. Okay, plague. Not a plague. Not a plague. New question. What? Everyone Pharaoh, wait, 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 crucifixion wait, was no, not a plague. The crucifixion was a plague. It was a, it was a political plague. There have been plays based like, on that. Like honestly, if someone stole something, like he was like next no. to two thieves. Yeah, the thieves really need to be not like it's not even that they get like lethal injection. They get lifted up on a cross. Mm. They get nails in their hands. Have you ever looked at it? Have you ever got a splinter? Well, now How much you, it hurts? Now that Imagine if there was a nail boy. in your yeah, motherfucking hand because you stole some that, bread well, because question. your king fucking wants like all the horrors in your fucking <laughs> like wow. Middle Eastern country. What was like, the question? The question. Okay. I'm gonna is, choose three days of darkness. That's the easiest okay. one. Okay. Fuck wow. crucifixion in the fucking um, yeah. Christianic times. What I'm saying is Jesus that you shouldn't be fucking... <laughs> but Johnny, it was the best <laughs> no, tool they had. It was. They don't have nail guns. They don't... Okay, imagine if you're getting <laughs> your hand time. nailed to a crucifix. Time, baby. Listen, imagine if your hand wasn't he getting was nailed. nailed. He was nail gunned to the cross. All right, we can transition this into a conversation about. I'm just trying to understand, like you know that, like someone, like you, when you like hit yeah, Johnny, we get crucifixion. No, I get it. I'm just saying when you like when you, good lord, when you hit a nail into a piece of wood, you have to like aim it. You have to hit it a bunch of times. You have to make sure you're getting it right. And wood is a hard. Surface. Jesus had yes, E. coli. What does Jesus Wait. having E. coli, which isn't true, has to do <laughs> with it? What? He had no water. He had to boil all their Wait, water because they got it from He Sanders. turned water into E. coli, which started the first plague, which is the one that I think of three days of night, three nights of day. I'm just trying to like describe to you how horf, horrific to, uh, crucifixion is. is preventing. Tetanus. So tetanus. Yes. Is a tetanus? Could it be a tetanus? <laughs> My boy, tetanus. What are you saying? I can't hear you. So talking in the microphone. So if there wasn't if a tetanus shot, then tetanus would be an epidemic, <laughs> which would have resulted from Jesus on the cross. Tetanus is contagious. With the nails that would have caused. You think tetanus. Jesus died because of tetanus? <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I rose again. I had WD forty. That was that was not the, some spray, I'm going back babe. To the Let's go back to that champagne party. Oh you guys want to eat some spaghetti? Hey, before those nails went in my hand, I had a lot no. of can I, and like, chains that were made of metal. The way they would have flesh. to get, like, I think I would have died then. What uh, I'm trying to say is, wet. I think the question was, if you were to I did not a get movie, a tetanus shot. The question was, <laughs> is how hard is, how would, is that? How you would want to die? No, the question Jesus was not inoculated and died for your sins. Mother of God, tetanus was not a Biblical plague. Biblical plague. I lose gluten intolerance. Tetanus could have been avoided if you had a Skintendo suit on. If you were wearing the Skintendo suit, you wouldn't have not. You would not have been part of this epidemic. P L A Y. No, no, G U E, baby. It's like a. Wait, no, I thought the question was. I clearly. Can I just go on my piece about getting crucified? No, dude, you cannot. Okay, imagine. This is the Codex West podcast, not the fucking Passion of the Christ. I know. I just wanted you to know that, like, it's much harder. Welcome to the Gibsonic Lodge, the Mel Gibsonic Lodge. Okay. Just about this skin is skin moves more than wood would. So imagine like when you try to nail in a piece of wood, 
Of course you can't do it because you can't do I shit because you're a millennial. Johnny, what I'm saying is that. So that's why you take a nail gun because it doesn't. You couldn't even you with put air. the crucifixion on Facebook. So what's the point? Right. So like, yeah, if well, I can't like, choose the gender of my no, crucifixion. Like, okay, you, you go into a bar. You're like, hey, I need oh, someone to nail in a piece of wood into another piece of wood, but they can't use any compression tools or electronic tools. No, you would fucking go yeah. home and have to masturbate the Johnny. night because you would be taking anyone home. They so had imagine mallets, now dude. that like they had mallets. We have mallets. They now. had the technology. No, the, they, they were the, big the, nails. The they had big, big nails. Had mallets the problem. The bigger the surface area, the more that when you fuck up because you can't get perfect hit on it, Enough. you're gonna move the skin on your hand. So Jesus sat there while some fucking dumbass. Because you know he's a dumbass. Whoever's crucifying Jesus. Stop! 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 stop. Jesus you fucking blew the mic. All right, so we had some technical difficulties and we had some really stupid conversations, so we decided to close it out. But um, I just wanted to. Yeah, well, we love you, but we don't love what we came up with. So. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think. So um, okay. So everyone, say goodbye. Hey, mom. Thanks for coming. You don't want to say goodbye. No, because. You don't like what we said. I love what you said. <laughs> good night. Uh, okay. Sleep tight. <laughs> Barry says good night. You're saying good night for Barry too? No. He wrote it on the, the okay. legal pad that he's been sketching on. Um. So do we have recommendations, Jake? Fuck no, dude. I awesome. recommend we all get some sleep. <laughs> I guess so, because we're going to go for a big hike tomorrow, and then we have a nice show tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, we should promote our show. But um. anyway, I'm Johnny, and uh, this is that night. Where's your show? Find it. Find it. Find it. 93.3, the station with.